I'm going to start talking first because I don't want Christina to go, still at home. Still at home. Still at home. Yes, we're all still at home. I'm still loving it. Christina is now hating it. <laughs> well, to be fair, we are on day 44, I think. I don't even know anymore. You see, it's been see, 84 years. Yeah, well, you see now, I'm completely different. Well, I suppose because I am going into work for two days a week. So for me, it's like, yay, I get to be at home for the rest of the time. Yeah. So like people are like, it's day 600 million. And I'm like, oh, my God, why are the days going by so fast? Like, seriously, <laughs> slow, slow down, slow down. I have so yeah. much I want to do. <laughs> and it's heartbreaking because the week after next, we were supposed to be going to Nice for her four or five days just to spend some time on the Côte d'Azur, you know, have a walk on the beach, go up to the old town, take a, a drive out to the gorges that are up in the mountains. The, the hills above Cannes are the most beautiful in all of France. And so I can see the date getting closer and I'm just waiting for the email from EasyJet to say that they're going to cancel the flights. Yeah, well, you know, my flight to Birmingham. Yeah. I got a voucher. Oh, thanks. From Ryanair. <laughs> they are refunding with vouchers. And I'm like, when am I going to use that? And it expires in a year. So I'm like, what? I don't know. Really? Anyway. Okay. Yeah. So I got voucher as well from um, from EasyJet for that Birmingham flight. But they said that if, yeah. if within six months I don't have a new date, that they'll extend it again. But you have to apply for an extension, which is shady. Yeah, you see, they're hoping people just forget about exactly. it. Oh, it's totally shady, like, you know. So there is a link um, that you can follow if you want a cash refund. Uh, yeah. But I have seen people on Instagram saying they're having difficulty with that link. Like, mm. so it's just, I just kept getting emails from them. Please bear with us while we figure out how to screw you over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And EasyJet are just as bad. Uh, they're they're notoriously bad for uh, delays and cancelled flights. So we flew with them to Venice last year, and the flight back we were supposed to leave at two p.m. and we got out at ten p.m. because the flight that was supposed to bring people to Venice to pick us up to go back to Geneva didn't leave, and they had to fly an empty aircraft from London to Venice to pick us up to bring us back to Geneva and then that crew was going back to London so it was like crazy yeah that's crazy and the Swiss are really well, I mean surprisingly shockingly the Swiss are quite strict with regulations so if you don't if your flight is going to land after half past 12 at night they'll divert you they won't let you in right okay so even if it's like 12 35 they won't let you land so so they send you to the nearest airport which is either Zurich, which is like two no and a half hours, <laughs> or Lyon, which is two and a half hours. So, yeah. fun. Yeah, no, that's crazy. <laughs> we made it home eventually. So today's today's topic is a bit... You've, you've got a bone of contention. I do. I thought we'd have a talk. Now, I know we've, we have talked about this before, but I just thought we'd touch on it again because... Um, there's an awful lot of people after being in lockdown for so many weeks going, okay, I'm coming back to keto. I haven't been doing it for a long time. And I really want to because clearly everybody is now in their stretchy pants and are like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm in a maxi dress. I'm in a maxi dress. 
I actually put a dress on yesterday morning and I was like, whoa, that's tight. That's scary. <laughs> my maxi dress is elasticated on the top and then just goes straight okay, down. So you're in so a moo like, you know, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. I'm in a Homer Simpson dress. They are the anyway, best, honestly. They are, yeah, totally. Absolutely. No need to hold the belly in. Let it all hang and out. Nobody <laughs> knows. So anyway, um, I thought we would talk about something really really kind of just back to basics um for keto and that is food labels so we're talking about kind of anything that you would pick up on a shelf and question is this keto and have a look at not just how many carbs are in something and if you're doing net carbs subtracting your fiber and all that sort of stuff we're kind of talking about actually reading the ingredients because there's no point in just looking to see how many carbs are in it if that carb is coming from yeah. sugar or wheat added sugar or starch or grains yeah so we're going to address yeah, yeah. okay so christina's got off on it <laughs> so um yeah so we're going to talk about what to look for in the labels um just so that you know you're doing it right because there is a lot of things out there now a lot of people coming back into the groups going to go on is this okay for keto? Is this okay for keto? And it's like, if you kind of went back to your basics and did your kind of, what's that one? The, um, no cereals. Grains, starches. And no sugar. grains. What? No, sh- no sugar, starches, cereals and grains. Right. Okay. So if you follow those rules, then it's a good place to start when you're looking at your food labels. But then of course you then have to get into the murky waters of every other word for sugar. Yeah. So you can go to my website and download a list of all those covert names for sugar. There's like 75 on the list and you can use it to check your pantry. But I suppose if you go back to very, very basics, one of the fundamental problems that we have in Europe, and I know that this, this bugbear for you came from the Keto Ireland Facebook group because you were seeing so many people talking about neck carbs and talk carbs and fiber and yeah showing the only showing the nutritional profile and not the ingredients label and ingredients yeah in the in europe overwhelmingly 99.9 percent of the labels are already neck carbs yeah so if you are in ireland you're in the uk you're in france sweden germany denmark anywhere in europe and you've been subtracting the fiber from the carbs it's incorrect because that number, that total carb number is already net carbs. In the United States, it's the opposite. It's total carbs. And in the United States and Canada, you have to subtract the fiber to get the net carbs. But yeah, yeah another step further, if you are on keto for weight loss, do not count net carbs because it's a complete and utter cheat. It's going to slow your weight loss and it's going to stop you achieving what you want to achieve as fast as possible because it's something that's made up the whole concept of net carbs is made up so count total carbs for better weight loss yeah because you're gonna overeat you're gonna overeat carbs if you're just doing net carbs then you're gonna overeat yeah um and you're not like i mean the the i suppose the holy grail is 20 grams um Of of total carbs so if you are doing your net carbs, then you're going to overeat yeah. that. And chances are, like you say, it'll slow your weight loss down. Um, 
I suppose if you got into maintenance mode, maybe it might yeah. work for you. But most of the people are coming back to keto because they have just eaten their way through the last two months <laughs> of lockdown. So, yeah, well, you're looking at her as well. I did like I kind of well, I overate a lot of keto, food, but yeah. I did. Yeah, well, I did have like I did explain to uh, on their Patreon video as well what happened over the weekend. But anyway, uh, yeah. Um, I've been overeating too, but I've been overeating keto food. Yeah, so people are coming back because they want to, they want to get a, a hold of it, and they knew when they were doing keto that they were disciplined mm-hmm. enough. But there are people that are just kind of you know probably didn't do it right the first time, yeah. I'd say, and they're asking these questions and they're asking, is this okay? Is that okay? And the one one of the things that kind of bugs me a little bit is uh, the pork rinds. Yeah. Yeah. every time i see it it's like oh any of the pork rinds like i'm i'm not I'd like when i see them on a facebook group i will go into the shop and have a look yeah. and see the majority of them have some sort of uh dextrin in and them. msg Maltodextrin, msg anything like they're not reading the labels they're just seeing that it's yeah. pork rinds and that the the carbs might be quite low in it but it's full of crap yeah it's full of crap yeah so the only way to do pork rinds is either to make them yourself or you can go into the um chinese uh grocery stores and buy them with nothing else in them it's just a bag yeah. of pork rinds now they do stink of course they do and they to. don't taste good <laughs> you need to season yeah. them yourself but it's the only way anything you see that comes in a packet that looks like a packet of crisps mm. is a packet of crisps yeah or potato chips yeah and they need to put all that stuff in it to make them taste palatable. Um, yeah, because pork rinds aren't. No, it, like, they're not. You need to flavour them. Yeah. We get ours in in the international section of our local supermarket. There's a Spanish section and we get ours there and they are just literally pork rinds and salt. That's it. That's yeah. it. Well, um, they're the ones that I was eating in Lanzarote. They, mm. Like the spar has them in a packet. Yeah. And that's literally what they are. Now, they do stink. Like, yes, they do. <laughs> you wouldn't open them at a party. <laughs> well, you would if you wanted to be obnoxious. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those things that, you know, um, it's it's really important to get it right, is to read the labels properly. Yeah, because the ingredients matter. And this is something that I hate in that. If it fits in your macros, it's like, no, no, because two two different products one one has 20, 10 grams of carbs the other has 10 grams of carbs but but this one is full of like starches and has a bit of wheat in it and maybe a bit of sugar and then the other one um it obviously has naturally occurring carbs in it because there's or naturally occurring sugar in it because it's carb but they have totally totally different effects on the body when you eat them not yeah. all carbs are equal just because they're both no. 10 grams of carbs doesn't mean that they're going to be exactly the same whether you have this or whether you have that. Physiologically, yeah. the effect of eating that food is going to be completely different. Yeah. And the other the other food um, product that annoys me is the chocolate. Yeah. Okay. People are looking at this diabetic chocolate and they're like, there's no sugar in it. Because it says... It says no added sugar on it. No added sugar, yeah. So it's like, then what is in it to make it taste good? And you flip it over. Now, basically what you're looking for is anything over 85%. Yeah. 
Now, the rest of it is going to have sugars in it, but it's going to be a lower mm. carb, right? But it's better than buying something that is so full of chemicals to make it taste better. Yeah. That it just doesn't make any sense. So diabetic products are just, I think, a fallacy. They are. And they had somebody message me once because I'm, I'm a member of one of the diabetic diabetics in Ireland group in, on Facebook. And there was a woman, she's type 1 diabetic, and she was saying that she found this chocolate and, you know, she thought it was going to be really good and she um, she had it and she had to inject, like, a load of fast-acting insulin to try and counteract the results of, of, of eating it. And she was saying, what is going on? And I commented and I said, unfortunately, sugar-free doesn't mean no sugar yeah and it's i said it's and she she said that's disgraceful you know somebody should report them i should report them myself to the advertising standards and i said actually they're not doing anything wrong technically they're not lying there's Mm. no added sugar in it there's no sugar in this product but there's maltitol and maltitol is the worst sweetener because it will it will spike your glucose about 60 percent as high as sugar would um and for a lot it's in every single diabetic product and don't think it's like it's not just ireland the diabetic products here in france and in switzerland are the same they all have maltitol in them and i can't understand why when they know the physiological effects of maltitol versus something like erythritol and stevia or xylitol why would they continue to use this di- this product in diabetics when they know it spikes glucose? I don't understand it. It's probably cheaper. It's probably the cheapest one out of the whole lot of them to manufacture. And it, it probably the most addictive substance out of the whole lot of them. Well, of course, because it's practically sugar. You want, yeah, but you want people to come back and buy your stuff. You, you know, you don't, you don't want to create a product that actually mm. is going to help and then people are going to... It's like... It's like pharmaceuticals. They're not going to create a cure for something that they can keep you on long-term medication for. Absolutely. You know? So they're not going to do preventative Mm -hmm. medicine when they can continue to treat the symptoms. I think we need to get photographers of ourselves in tinfoil hats because every episode we go into these conspiracy theories. But it's true. It's more lucrative for a pharmaceutical company to have people who are just sick enough to need medication for life not sick they don't yeah. want you so sick that you die they want you to be so no. sick that you need a lifetime of medication and that's why all of the pharmaceutical products out there they only ever treat symptoms and that's because they want yeah. you to have to keep taking them so yeah i feel good i feel good i feel good i'm gonna get off my medication and then all of a sudden it co- whatever was ailing you comes back it's back and you need to go back on your medication and that is universal so what happens is then you end up with this very um lucrative resource where you have somebody who starts taking a statin at around 50 and then the side effect the the side effect of the statin is i don't know gastric issues so you you go on a a ppi ppi causes huge issues like they they should be banned Uh, so a ppi is a proton pump inhibitor it stops your body producing hydrochloric acids which can lead to digestive problems so okay yeah then you need a a pill for the side effect of that 
So you end up with a 70 year old who's taking 10 different tablets a day. And okay, they, like in yeah. a socialist country, like we, well, like I live in in France, where you know you don't pay for for your medication. Um, oh, sorry, no, you you pay like two, three euro per box of medication, right? Um, yeah. So you've got somebody who's um, taking five, ten pills a day. That's a very lucrative for a pharmaceutical company. Absolutely, yeah, but it's. It's taken one medication for an ailment and then it's taken 10 more medications to counteract, yeah, the side effects of the one medication that they are saying that you need, you know, so it's just, it's, it's the same cycle with the food as well. They'll take out the stuff that's supposed to be, that is bad for you, but they'll have to replace it with something else to make it taste good Mm -hmm. because they've taken all the fat out of it as well. Like, so all these, um, low fat foods and low fat ready meals and all that sort of stuff like that they're going down the same the, the only same road. zero fat yeah the only zero fat product i can get behind is the zero percent fat um yogurt from faye it's a greek yogurt so yeah. i know a lot of people have issues with portion control when it comes to yogurt because it's very palatable fat is very palatable and if you yeah. if you have trouble controlling the portion sizes of Greek yogurt, by removing the fat and just going for the pro the high protein yogurt, it's so satisfying you can't overeat it. Uh, so, but that's a pure product. Yeah. That's zero percent fat, and it's just it's high protein, and there's very little carbs in it. So that's that's a very naturally occurring product where they just skim the fat off the top. They let the fat come up to the top and they just skim it off. It's not, it's not artificially yeah. done in process. Well, pro- it is processed, but it's not processed in the way we would think of that. You know, you're taking out, you're taking out the fat and you're replacing it with chemicals so that it tastes good, or you're replacing it with sugar so it tastes yeah. good. Um, but you know, there's there's a great book by Felicity Lawrence. It's called Not on the Label. And that is like, it's shocking. It's shocking. Like they can use anything to manufacture your food. And as long as it's not in the the end assembly process, they don't have to put it on the label. Yeah. See, that doesn't surprise me. For example, frozen vegetables are often given glucose baths. So all your vegetables that are frozen are dipped in sugar water before they're flash frozen because it helps maintain the luster right. and the structure of the outside of the vegetable. So it doesn't get frostbite. It doesn't get freezer burn. Um, and because it's not part of the end product, it's considered part of the, the processing. They don't have to put it on the label. So it's, it's basically dipped in sugar water. Yeah. It's shocking. So this is, this is the whole thing about really and truly at the end of the day it comes down to avoiding as much processed food as possible yeah it's the only way you're going to get clean with your diet Mm -hmm. is to buy fresh and buy often and i know at the moment that's not really kind of ideal because you can't really be going out as much as you'd like to it's hard but if you plan your meals and if you buy fresh food and cook mm-hmm. it and freeze it yourself then at least you know what's in your freezer exactly. and you know what you're and, getting you know, it's we're not saying that you have to completely avoid processed food i mean we eat the plastic cheese we love the plastic cheese on our burgers 
and we um we have we have hot dogs as well but we don't eat them every day and we balance them out with um yeah with other really good quality food so it can be part of an an occasional treat in your diet but the best way to do keto in a way that's going to benefit you and benefit your weight loss journey as quickly as possible is just to just eat whole food that's it just eat whole food yeah yeah and really do take the time to work everything out i know people can get very overwhelmed with it when they start off initially but if you um go to Christina's site and download like the food list. And I know we have a food, we did a food list before for um, your pantry food and stuff like that. So I'm going to pop that up on the new shiny website. Yeah. <laughs> did we mention we have a new website? Go check it out. We, I got it up. I know we talked about it in last week's podcast and I did, I did get it up by the Saturday. Mm. <laughs> I did get it published. Um. So it's it's taken a blog format. Um, so literally, I well, we will be putting up um, articles on the website. So if there's anything you want to see, I did have people come to me on Instagram and give me suggestions. And I did post, thank you very much. I don't know why I couldn't actually reply directly to the people who answered my Yeah, name. Instagram is funky at the moment. It's really not working properly. I can't forward things to people. Yeah, it wouldn't let me. So thank you everybody for suggestions and I am working on it. Um, and we do have the cookies up there. So I have put a link um, on our Facebook page as well. So you can go there and you can get it or you can go to ketosisters.ie. And there isn't much there except the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need, to be fair. But um, I will put up some information um, relating to the topics in this podcast and that will be going up um probably in time for this podcast hopefully yeah so when it comes down to it read your labels mm -hmm. not just the nutritional information but read the ingredients and more often than not the ingredients that are at the front the first few are the most yeah it goes in the product. yeah it goes it goes um more to less or more to yeah. fewer more to less more to few more or less. It, it, a waterfall effect. It starts at the top and works its way exactly. down. Exactly. I think uh, I need to go and have a coffee. I need to yeah, go. well, you keep letting them go cold, so, you know. <laughs> I do, I do. And I need to go and enjoy some sunshine because I'm back in work tomorrow. It's to be raining tomorrow. Oh, dear. Yeah, so go enjoy I'm, the sunshine while you can. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so I'm going to get out and get a bit of sunshine. So as always, if there is anything that you want us to pontificate about. <laughs> True story. I know, isn't yep. it? Isn't it? And we actually made it through without going like massively off topic. We did. Wow. We must be getting better at this. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. All right. See you next time, okay. guys. Uh, next week. Bye. If you liked this episode please leave us a review on itunes and don't forget to subscribe if you'd like to support us you can head on over to patreon or alternatively you can buy us a cup of tea by using the link in the show notes also don't forget to check our blog for regular updates so until next time keto on keto sisters